Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 91, that's almost 100, of Reboot sure. Already Underway. That's because we know how to do math on this podcast. We do. It's a math podcast. Welcome to the, the <laughs> your favorite math podcast where we do the best uh, equations you ever dang heard of. Z equals MC times 2 squared equals X. Explain that one to me, Aaron. Is, is that one of the best ones? That's one of the best ones. I came up with that uh, two seconds ago, and it's you, really you honestly one of the best. The best ones would be ones that would actually be helpful. Yeah, well, not this one. Uh, I am your host, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron. He's a good math guy, Han. That's a better nickname. Is it? <laughs> Normally, nicknames don't have he's a or guy in it, but yeah, uh, and uh, not with us today because he's a sick boy, David Becker, the master of the Baja Blaster. He's not here. He's gone. Sick. He's not gone. He's with us in spirit, talking about Nacho Libre and Black Mirror and... Mm-hmm. Other things David talks about. But that's all right. Guys, (laughs) you remember we actually uh, had an episode called Oops, We Didn't Plan This One Once. (laughs) Uh, This might be the sequel to that. But we'll see. A little bit. A little bit. We have uh, some plans. Uh, So, guys, let's start off by talking about movie cliches that need to go away forever. Um, I thought about this while watching Black Panther. Black Panther, good movie, great movie. We'll get there though. But I'm uh, uh this is maybe one that maybe a lot of people don't care about, but I hate the uh news channel used for exposition purposes cliche. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's absolutely lazy at this point. <laughs> Like, uh, I think maybe the worst offender is Batman v Superman. They do it, like, three times in that movie. It, that movie had a lot of issues. Though. Well, yeah, but it's uh, of recent memory, it is the worst offender. And even Black Panther, they only do it once, but they kind of recap Civil War in a uh, in a, a, a news segment. Um, that's fine. I guess, a little bit. It's a little more fine than when they use, like, real networks and real hosts and make it really weird. Like, what's the movie that uses Fox News all the time? Is it Batman v Superman? It might have been. It might have been it Batman v Superman. Uh, Transformers. Yeah, well, of course. They go, who's watching Transformers, Aaron? <laughs> um... Yeah, that's one that I was thinking about while watching Black Panther, and I'm like, eh, just do a little better with writing, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that's one that ticks you off every once in a while. That one was fine. Okay. But when you said, I don't know if I can go with that one, because it might be a, a spoiler. All right, this is probably a more specific one. Okay. But the thing in horror movies, mm-hmm. where they have, like, the mirror... And then you tilt the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Or, in the case of, uh, what was it, oh, Winchester, recently. I don't know if you saw the trailers for that. I did, yeah. There's a moment where he has the mirror. 
yeah. he tilts it nothing's yeah. there and then it like twists it and the whatever demon is behind they the also, also it's like you're, you're not solving the issue also in the bye bye man trailer yes so you know uh, what i like to think about is if you're gonna do something right in a horror movie and if you want like just a clear path to success copy the bye bye man yeah there's no cliches at all in that movie no that movie is cliche free that sounds like a <laughs> like a weird clothing brand, cliche free. <laughs> um, is, is that where the uh, Bye Bye Man got his clothes? That's where he got his clothes. Yeah, believe it or not. I believe I it or believe not, because cliche free. It's a uh... so great uh, fashion. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, I yeah. Mean, the thing about cliches is often they make sense. Right, right, so right. You know that the Bye Bye Man's costume is not cliche. <laughs> That's cliche for me. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great name for something. <laughs> like, even if you don't use it as its actual name, it just sounds good. It sounds good. I like it. I like it. Let's talk about bottomless pits to nowhere. <laughs> it's uh it's one that I don't think I ever really notice when I'm watching a movie, so maybe this is one that doesn't need to even be brought up. But it's one that afterwards, you take a look at the movie and you're like, there's a lot of bottomless pits in Star Wars that lead to uh, nowhere. <laughs> What's with that bottomless pit? They're everywhere. Star Wars is probably the worst defender of this. I can't think of one that does it nearly as much. Yeah. It's like... Um, Darth Maul, Phantom Menace. You got uh, the, the Cloud City, Bottomless Pit <laughs> that Luke hangs over. You got uh, Han Solo in Episode 7, <laughs> Bottomless Pit. Um, the Emperor. The Emperor, yeah. It's just like they're writing the movie and they're like, we need a place to put the bad guy. <laughs> Bottomless pit. So, yeah, that's, let's, again, when I'm watching it, I don't think, oh, another Star Wars bottomless pit. Great. Sarlacc pit. There's a lot of pits in Star Wars. I guess I've never, too bad there's not been a Brad pit yet. Did he not have like a cameo in one? He might have, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sally, uh, Sally Haw Hawkins? No, not Sally Hawkins. What's her name from uh, from Shape of Water? That's Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Huh? Okay, yeah, she was in Star Wars Episode One as like unnamed handmaiden or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> they're just everywhere. They're everywhere. Um, yeah. So bottomless pits. Star Wars, maybe next time you're writing a, writing a, well, it's JJ. He's going to come back and be like, the Emperor was thrown down a bottomless pit. We too need one. <laughs> it, he needs to go somewhere. He needs to be somewhere. I don't know. What, you got another one? You got another uh, cliche? Uh, I, I do. Nick cliche? I this one is so much like a cliche as in like a certain type of story, mm -hmm. but... 
the uh, unnecessary sympathetic background to slasher movie villains. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Especially when it's ones where the whole point is we don't know anything about them. Yeah. Like uh, the Joker. Not really a slasher movie villain, well, but I would, yeah, same. I would count him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird, weird that they're like Leatherface, horrible killer, torturer. What was he like as a kid? <laughs> like we have this like horrible fascination with like psych. Oh god, yeah, I don't even know. It's not. It's not a good time for this right now. <laughs> like. Maybe we don't need to care about where the psychopath kid came from in Leatherface. <laughs> Maybe we just need to realize that he's bad. <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, I was just uh, attacking this for the lazy storytelling. Yeah. But, uh, you're taking it in a whole other direction. Hashtag way too relevant. We're here again. <laughs> and it's horrible. I hate it. Um, is there? Is there what? I said we're always there. Oh, we're, yeah, that's true. We are, unfortunately. Um, yeah. I See, I have spared myself from these movies. Watch the first one. That's good. I like it. And then I just move on. You torture yourself with these movies. So you've seen more than I have of the sympathetic uh, backgrounds for <laughs> psychopaths. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, there's so many cliches. We could go on four days about the cliches, which means there'll probably be a part two to this at some point. I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, here we go again with this. And I'll be like, it's time to bring it back. That's what's going to happen. That's what happened with the Black Panther. I'm like, I need to vent a little bit of this frustration. Because like, you're smarter than this, you know, so. Alright. <laughs> Guys, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. One I'm very excited for. One I'm like... Mm, okay. <laughs> um, let's start with Annihilation. Okay. A movie that I have been purposefully avoiding everything trailer wise i don't want to know anything going into this i don't know about you i saw the the teaser one okay yeah 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 just like the basically that just gives you a taste of the visuals and it's like this is what the movie's gonna look like (laughs) like oh cool cool um yeah but uh, he got, I don't remember the director's name, but he directed uh, Ex Machina. Alex Garland, I think. There you go. You got it. You nailed it. Knocked it. That was not a good enough pop. Pop! <laughs> I can't do a pop noise with my mouth. Here we go. Wait a second. No. <laughs> this is so no. pathetic. I can't do it. Can you do one? Uh, I'm not going to even try. <laughs> okay. No. He doesn't want to be made fun of. <laughs> All right. That's probably safe. Uh, yeah. No. Um, Ex Machina. Great movie. Natalie Portman. Amazing actress. This is uh, 
a recipe for a good movie, a good sci-fi film. Yeah. I still don't know what it's about at all, but... I don't either, but <laughs> it seems like it's going to be similar to Arrival in a certain sense. Right, right, right. That sort of high-minded sci-fi type, you know, big ideas. Mm-hmm. For big old brains, big old Rick and Morty fan brains. <laughs> I hate those people so much. <laughs> um, yeah, alright, so let's just move on to the next one. The one I actually know something about because I'm, like, not avoiding it. Uh, is Game Night. I can't believe you're actually excited for this. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll watch it. It's, uh, Jason Bateman's a pretty funny guy. Um, what's the girl? I forget, I forget her name from Spotlight. Rachel McAdams? There we are, Rachel McAdams. She's funny in Mean Girls. Can she pull this back years later into funniness? Here, let me pull up the full cast for us. Um... Because I think there's uh, some decent stuff in there. That's my new word for decent. Do you like it? Uh, no. Okay, me either. Uh, Kyle Chandler, best butt oh. in Hollywood. As we've established. We've established that like almost two years ago now. Kyle Chandler has a great butt. I'm excited to see it in this movie. Um, Jesse Plemons, Jeffrey Wright. Billy Magnuson. I don't know how to pronounce names. Chelsea Peretti's in it. She's pretty funny. Those are the peeps. And overall, and overall the premise is just like... Okay. I like it. It's just a fun little... It's like The House. You know? The House. Not a good movie. I think it's very funny. <laughs> that, so. that shouldn't be like your, your standard... It's like the house. <laughs> Will this be my guilty pleasure of the year is the question. Probably. No, it's going to be something with the guy who directed the house and Mike and Dave need wedding dates. It's going to be his next movie. Was that the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, obviously that's why I liked it. I think he's got, you know, funny enough style to him. <laughs> funny enough, Aaron. Don't, don't get carried away. Why don't you want to see Game Night? Uh, one. Why do you hate fun? It doesn't look funny. Okay. And two, Game Night is supposed to be the subtitle of Unfriended 2. So now every time I see a poster for this, I just want it to be Unfriended 2. Wait, really? Yeah. When is Unfriended 2 coming? Because I need that movie in my life. I don't know. It's going to be bad. Let's be honest. It's going to be bad. What if people are going to game night and all of a sudden it's unfriended too? <laughs> they tricked everyone. They got Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams to do like these like... Dude, it would be the best surprise of the year. We thought Cloverfield was going to be it. No, no. <laughs> That's a uh, true marketing prowess. Um, anyway. That's, that's it. For the upcoming movies of the week. We're in a dry spell. Bit of a dry spell. Wait till we get to October. We're doing Medea 3. Halloween Boo. Um, 
Ouija 4. <laughs> they're, they're releasing 3 and 4 back to back because... I don't know. That was a joke that was going somewhere <laughs> and then took a hard left out. Like like so many. Yeah, like so many. I feel like that's my personal brand of comedy now is that I come close to getting a joke right and then I just crash and burn. So, I'll take it. Guys, let's move on. We're scooting right along to the what have we been watching segment this week. Aaron, do we want to talk mm-hmm. about the thing we've both watched this week? Yes. Our five words. We do a five-word thing here, according to David, and I feel like even though he is not here, we need to well, follow those sent rules. He his five words. He did. He did. I feel okay. like we need to pay our respects to him. So well, let's... we'll be covering it more extensively. Right. Next week. Next week. Exactly, exactly. So, join us next week when we talk about spoilers for Black Panther, uh, what it means for the universe, what it means as a film, what it means to the world, what it means about Shuri, who I love forever. (laughs) Don't try and stop me. Is that your five words? (laughs) Yes. Shuri, I love her. (laughs) Shuri, who I love forever yeah those are my five words there you go <laughs> no uh david's words are black panther feels rhino horn which is an interesting choice of words it's that it's that black panther period feels as in like feelings yeah period rhino horn i think it's the I'm fact gonna, that assume. black panther goes up and down <laughs> rhino horn i think that's all david got from this movie he gave it four stars. So did he really? Okay, he came out of the theater like that was like a seven. <laughs> I'm like how, how? No, I'm gonna go with my Shuri one because obviously I loved this movie. I'm gonna talk about it next week. So Aaron, five words. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. B. Jordan. I I don't have two more words. I just wanna Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that's, it. That's what I want to say. That's yeah. Those are the words. Because that's the important part of this movie. Yeah, he's amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's Black Panther. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's all we can talk about right now. We'll talk about more next week. So join us for the spoiler cast. If you want to put in your words about Black Panther, put them in at the the email. Reboot already underway at gmail.com. Go in there. Go on the go on the YouTubes. Go on the Twitters. Talk about the Black Panther. Lord knows everyone else is. <laughs> so why don't you throw your voice into the echo chamber too? That's the uh, inspiration I think everyone listening needed to really go ahead and do it. So there we go. I guess I'll just do my one other one because I've, that's all I've watched. Paddington 2. <laughs> Paddington 2. The best movie of 2018. Step aside, Black Panther. There's another animal in this jungle. And he's saying, I'm a little bear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding when I say I think Paddington 2 is better than Black Panther. Now, it's basically 1A and 1B. I think I could flip either one. There's just not not a big enough sample size yet 
to truly weigh them against each other. I get that. But as of right now, I have Paddington sitting at the top. I saw them on the same day. I saw Paddington in the morning. I saw Black Panther at night. And I came out of Paddington like, I should have seen this after Black Panther. Everything's going to pale in comparison now. Movie starts. Tears. Instantly. It was horrible. No, no words had even been said yet. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, here I am watching this talking bear movie, crying in a theater with old people behind me. That was it. Those were the only people, we were the only people in the theater. And I didn't laugh at a lot of stuff at the beginning because I'm like, I don't want to be loud and obnoxious. Then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to laugh because it's a funny movie. Paddington, he's such a polite little bear. <laughs> I love him. He's so polite. He tips his hat at everyone. He's such a polite little bear. <laughs> I love it so much. I just never thought I'd like the Paddington movies. I saw the trailer for the first one. I'm like, that looks dumb. Never going to watch it. And then number two comes out and everyone loves it. And I'm like, well, geez, now I need to watch these. I watched Paddington. And I'm like, yep. I watched Paddington 2. Yep. I honestly think they're really close in quality. Like, they're extremely close. Which is so cool for a uh, sequel. My one downside... Uh, Hugh Grant, not as good of a villain as Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman just embodied that cartoony, like, wacky character so well. And Hugh Grant, he's still good. It's not quite as good. So. I feel that. Yeah. And I uh, realized I have a bit of a crush on Sally Hawkins during this movie, too. So that happened. That was weird. <laughs> I was like, mm, all right, well, this is happening now, so here I am. <laughs> all right. I feel that, too. Yeah. 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 It's the kindness. She's so kind in all of her roles, and you're like, I want to be friends with you. <laughs> so there it is. That's all I've yeah. watched. All right. Uh, well... This could have almost been a transition except we were too early on to do it. But oh. speaking of uh, always watching through any horror franchise, yeah. no matter what. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Here we go. Uh, Hellraiser Judgment mm. came out mm. this week. Does the this... Tenth. Oh, God. <laughs> and the sixth one that went direct to DVD, I believe. Okay. Does this one do the cliché? The mirror cliche? No, no, no. The other one. The oh, sympathetic. The sim- no, not the sympathetic bike story. No, no, okay. that was the uh, the, that was the second one. That, oh. They did that. So, jeez, silly me, <laughs> silly me. I don't know all of my Hellraiser lore. <laughs> okay, so how's this one? Uh, bad. Not the worst one. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near the best one. Right, right, right. It's just, it has, like, some interesting ideas of what they wanted to do with the mythology, but they didn't have the budget for anything, or talent for anything, so it's mainly just, like, this weird, like, detectives trying to hunt down this serial killer plot for, like, an entire hour of the film. Hmm, yeah. That's what I want out of my Hellraiser movie. 
Yeah, speaking of uh, cliches, it's just, it's so bad. Like, all the clues and the... I'm one day from the, retirement. <laughs> just, like, the way they uh, unveil the identity of the killer. It's so embarrassing. Oh, my God. Okay. So don't watch Hellraiser, whatever this one is. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I, the, they really just need to get this franchise out of the direct-to-DVD cycle. They like could it just, doesn't work for it. They could just, you know, stop for a couple of years. Just be done. I'm considering this one was sat on the shelf for like three years or whatever. Oh, okay. Because, well, it was a Weinstein company. Uh, the Weinstein company owns the rights, and so eventually they just they just sold this off to a Lionsgate for oh. distribution, which is why it got released at all. Very so, nice. Lionsgate's like, what do we want to do with this? <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't want this. They like it was like they had another deal like with really good stuff, and they're like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that like just somewhere in a deep part of the contract, they're like, "Oh, and you get Hellraiser." <laughs> like, wait a second, we don't want this. I I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah, but um, probably. Yeah, at least the the guy they got to play Pinhead, he's better than the last one. Mm. But also, it's not very intimidating if you just have him sit in a chair the whole time, and right. you reuse. The footage of him sitting in that chair mm. multiple times. Mm. Interesting. Not, not, not very scary. No. Okay. Well, Hellraiser. New one. Bad. Mm-hmm. What's yes. the name of it? What's the actual name? <laughs> uh, Judgment. Oh. oh, wow. Really stretching the bounds of what a name can be, huh, guys? <laughs> Coming uh, next year, Hellraiser Origins. Oh, God. <laughs> Hellraiser Origins. Hellraiser Retribution. <laughs> Hellraiser Vengeance. Oh, God. All right. Well, what else you got for us? Uh, other thing I wanted to mention. We were just talking about this a little bit, but watched A Star is Born. Mm-hmm. The original 1930s version. Mm. How's that? It's... A very familiar story. Like, even if having not seen the film before, it's very much just like, oh, uh, this woman wants to make it big in Hollywood, and then she goes off to Hollywood, she becomes this rising star, thanks to the uh, help of, like, this star who's, like, losing his status and all that. And it's just, like, the rise and fall Hollywood narrative. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's very familiar, but, like, it's it's entertaining. Like, it's kind of cool to see, like, you know, we, we obviously are used to Hollywood having uh, love letters to itself. You know? Oh, yeah. La La Land. Hey, 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 two of those are untouchable. <laughs> you can touch the artist all you want, but stay away from the other two. And, like, I think that's a reason why. This film is getting remade so often. Yeah. It's like, well, oh, Lady Gaga's like in the new one. Right, exactly. I mean, that's why I ended up watching this. Is I was like, yeah. I, I'm curious as to why this film is getting remade so much. And I haven't seen the other versions, but I feel like there's potential in terms of like seeing how Hollywood has changed mm. over the years. 
because this one is very much a love letter to 1930s Hollywood. Right. But it's, it's kind <laughs> right. of interesting that it's as opposed to something like, you know, Hail Caesar, where it's like it's a 2016 movie doing this. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to have a film of the era doing it of that era, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. All right. I mean, I'll probably end up watching this before the new one as well. Does that come out this year? Yeah. Okay. Like December. Oh, well, they're making those uh, Oscar rounds. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very nice. Uh, That's all I really want to talk about. Okay. We got a short episode for you guys today, I'm guessing, because this is, uh, well, we're, uh, all right. (laughs) Let's move on to uh something we don't know yet we uh so uh, truth be told i didn't really pick a new new topic i had completely forgotten that we were done with casting last week i don't even think i mentioned it in the episode we went out with a 51st dates we sure what did a, a... <laughs> we sure did um so i thought Maybe, Aaron, maybe you and I could just brainstorm a little bit for what our new topic should be. Okay. Just, you know, you guys get like a little peek behind the curtain at uh, what we do when when we're coming up with ideas. So, Aaron, if you want to start off, start us on the the track. I mean, do you have any any thoughts? You actually gave me an idea earlier when we were talking Mm -hmm. because, you know, I was, you know, I was just listening, and I was, I was thinking, you know, like there's a, there's a lot of potential here. What if we do the, the uh, Kyle Chandler Appreciation Hour? Oh, okay. Well, it's like, not it, really like, an hour. No, it's 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 a full hour. <laughs> we do every, every week. <laughs> we have like three hour long episodes. Okay, <laughs> tell me but what, tell me about we, it. We need it, and it's just, it's just us admiring him, mm. and and all his features. Right, mostly the butt but, though. Well, right, but, like, we have to fill an hour, so... <laughs> right, so I guess we can kind of move on to, like, the ears. Like, <laughs> too. Why did I go ears? <laughs> Kyle Chandler, best butt, best ears in Hollywood. I have said that for years. <laughs> okay, okay. I was thinking mashups. Okay. All right. What happens... If we take uh, uh, Jason and we put him in Fifty First Dates, is this Jason Voorhees or yeah, Jason Mraz? Or... Jason both, <laughs> and it'll be Fifty First Jasons would be the name. And, so just uh, Fifty Jasons, or just... uh, no, it would be Thirteen First Dates would be the name of it, and it would be Jason okay. as Adam Sandler, and then you know we'd have like. I don't know. Or maybe Isn't there more potential for Jason to be Yeah. Did you very much? That's what I was thinking. And then instead of the dad it can be Mrs. Voorhees. And then um other stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking like we can like mash up like what would happen if uh, uh if the Big Hero 6 people were in uh like Goodfellas. <laughs> you know? Just kind of like mash them up. Put them in a in a bowl and just say, "Hey, mash them." 
Big Good Fellas <laughs> would be the name. So it's like, what if Kyle Chandler right, right. was in my house? I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure I follow you on that one. <laughs> what would you do if Kyle Chandler was in your house, Aaron? I, I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to pick the segment to find out, I guess. I guess, yeah. It's okay. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I was also thinking about like movies. They have a lot of food. Have you ever noticed? There's a lot of food in movies. I, I have, yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe we do. We talk about like, uh, like, like, like best movie foods. The pizza in Ninja Turtles always looks better than pizza does in real life. Hmm. I'd be like, I'd pick Ninja Turtles pizza. I pick, dude, all the food at the Great Hall in Harry Potter. I'll eat that. I'll make it. I'll make it yummy. Drink some butter beer. Have mm-hmm. some pumpkin pasties. What about that? Uh. Th- th- what about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? <sighs> no, because yeah. that that food always comes with like horrible side effects. <laughs> And, like, I don't really want that. Like, other than the side effect of, like, gaining weight, I don't need any more side effects on my food. So, I think I'm good there. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we could just talk about all different kind of things. The apple in Death Note. That looks like a good apple. Very crunchy. Very crunchy. One more. I'm thinking, like, one more just to kind of really help sell the idea to you. What's your favorite movie food? I don't know. This is, yeah. is kind of putting you on, on the, the spot. spot. Yeah. Yeah. And we can just talk about movie foods each week, and we'll be like, "Now we're looking at savory. Now we're looking at sweet. Now we're looking at fruit variety. Now we're looking at vegetable variety. Like maybe the carrots and Peter Rabbit kind of make a little turn in there. Okay. The okay. blackberries they bully the guy with in the movie. Apparently. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that <laughs> for like fruit. See, like as if you're not allergic, that looks real good. So, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. All right. But here's here's another idea. Okay. Okay. What if we just sit in a circle? Okay. <laughs> and say the Bye Bye Man's oh, name. Oh, we we do a séance. Yeah. For the Bye Bye Man. We just keep on saying his name okay. and thinking his name. Yeah. Well, <laughs> usually and when you say something, you think up. it. Yeah. 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 And maybe he'll bring Kyle Chandler with him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The mashup of the Bye Bye Man and Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> Where it's the Bye Bye Man who killed his kids. <laughs> Spoilers for Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> but it's been two years. All right. Have? Nah, close enough. Yeah, well, we'll... uh. We'll keep that in mind for next week, I guess, then. All right. Well, Aaron, mm-hmm. I'm liking your Kyle Chandler idea. I'm a big Kyle Chandler fan. Again, I would like to, if he allowed it, touch his butt. So I'm going to say 
next week. Join us during this segment when we talk about the Kyle Chandler Appreciation Hour. Yeah. It's going to happen. Sounds, so, sounds like a plan. Join us next week. But until then, let's move on to the bad movie of the week. This week I'm uh, rolling in with a bad movie. A movie that I loved as a child. Aaron, I'm assuming you liked it as well. We'll see. Written by James Gunn. <laughs> Takes place on a spooky island. <laughs> mm-hmm. With uh, my favorite cartoon as a kid. Scooby-Doo. The Scooby-Doo movie. My, my, my favorite cartoon as well. Yeah. At, at certain times. Yeah, when I was like a, a young kid, I would always watch Scooby Doo, and I, you know, I'll still, I'll still watch an episode of Scooby. My littlest sister has just started getting into Scooby Doo, which is crazy to think that it's still a thing that goes on when it's really not that good of a premise. It's just like okay, talking dog, and they solve mysteries. It's like okay. Um, and it's weird that this is the one that has stayed the test of time when there have been other ones like it. Um, there were so many ones. Like yeah. It. But, uh, yeah, so they decided, hey, let's make a movie where Scooby-Doo is live action and he's in the real world and we make tons of sexual innuendos and we, uh, you know, like reading what James Gunn had envisioned for this movie... I'm like, okay, that would actually be probably pretty good. But the way it was, like, dumbed down and, like... Like, you can't take the script that he wrote, which was supposed to be very self-aware and, like, adult-oriented, and then just kind of dumb it down and make it kid-oriented. Like, that's not how scripts work. (laughs) And I think they kind of... I mean, I think the second one's better. I don't know if you do. Yeah. It starts from the kid-friendly area. Yeah, it doesn't have that contradiction yeah it's still bad but it's more in the spirit it's still bad but also i love these movies still i like i'm coming at these movies from a place of like i have such fond childhood memories of watching them except for the scrappy do part because that scared the bejesus out of me as a kid (laughs) i'm sitting in the theater i'm watching this at the dollar theater with my friend from like kindergarten and his mom, and I'm like, oh yeah, I love Scooby-Doo. And I'm like, it's such a fun time, have a good time. Then Scrappy-Doo becomes a demon. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you do this? I didn't need this. <laughs> like, oh my god. And I was scared so easily as a kid. Every movie scared me. Mm-hmm. Star Wars 2? Not the parts you'd think. It was the, it was the, um, the green monster in the Coliseum. I could see that. Yeah, it was too much. The flying monkeys in The Wizard of Oz scared me. Aaron, you and I watched the scene from Babe, a pig in the city, that scared me. And it's not even a scary scene. A monkey literally just opens the door. And I cried. And I was scared of monkeys for like seven years after that. Not even kidding. I was absolutely terrified. So me seeing a childhood favorite character on screen become absolutely was a favorite character i loved all of them i loved all of them except for fred didn't like fred he was a little too close to daphne and as a kid i had a big crush on daphne so i was like back up fred obviously here i am 
I'm six. <laughs> I have everything a person like Daphne's looking for. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Scrappy Doo turns into a demon. <laughs> and uh, I think maybe the thing that best accentuates what this film is is that it starts with just the most primo of Scooby-Doo raps. <laughs> Can you name a Scooby-Doo rap better than this one? I don't think you can. No. Let me see if I can even bring it up. We're not going to get copyrighted for this, are we? We did the uh, Leprechaun rap, so... That's true. You know what? It's time for a rap fest. Talk a little bit about your feelings about Scooby-Doo. I'm going to see if I can find this. Uh, this is a movie I was also scared of. because I think we talked about this. In, didn't we? How I was scared of it because the, the demons were actually real. Oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> they are. It's like they don't pull a mask over. Nope. It's like the demons are real. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like I can see where James Gunn was coming from. That's the thing with this movie. I can see what they're going for. It's a very tongue-in-cheek, like, look at the series. Like, the whole Scrappy-Doo thing would have been funny. But they put it in a kid's movie, and it's terrifying. Like, it's absolutely horrifying. Scooby-Doo rap. Let's do this. Here I am. Just a little, just a little kid. Seeing Scooby-Doo. I play all the Scooby-Doo video games. Just in love with Scooby-Doo. And then this. Just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel, like, this is real. Like, <laughs> please tell. This is real. How, how does it go? How does it go? <laughs> I don't want to make a fool. I, I do that all the time. Let me. I can't even. Remember the part where um the guy from Sugar Ray is a demon? Because Sugar Ray was popular at the time. <laughs> like, what? Why is, <laughs> why is this a movie? Here, let's see if this is... <laughs> I know this is a real song. Oh my god. Why was Pamela Anderson in this movie? I don't remember that at all. I don't know. Pamela Anderson was in this movie. Yeah, like, all right, I'm looking at Scrappy-Doo right now. How do they think that was okay to put in a kid's movie? <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, this is great. Kids will love it. I think I found what? it. I think oh. I found it. This is the name of it, at least. <laughs> this is it! much of this because it was just us searching frantically for that song what was the name look it up scooby d by the baja men again they oh, only okay. wrote songs about dogs who let the dogs out <laughs> that was they're like they found their niche and they're like here we go this is it Works for them. so yeah 
Scooby, there's a rap. He does skateboarding. It's like, it's so obvious the parts that were added in later. There's a whole scene where like they just burp and fart at each other. <laughs> Which is like, this is cinema. <laughs> um, yeah. So, again, Scrappy-Doo. Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. What's your favorite Scooby-Doo cartoon? What do you mean, like individual episode or? It just you're like there's been so many iterations. Oh, it's it's uh, Mystery Incorporated. The newest one. No, because the newest one is Be Cool Scooby Doo. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's too many now. I can't keep track. I loved the original as a kid, but also as a kid, I loved the one where they were kids. What's <laughs> the, the name of that one? Pup named Scooby Doo. Had a nice theme song to it. They they, they always have good theme songs. Like yeah. every single one. It's because it's just a part of who it is. Who it, who it is. It's just a part of what Scooby-Doo is. You gotta have the good theme song. Gotta have a dog that talks. Sometimes too. Now why does Shaggy have a red shirt sometimes? I feel like you know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. Ah. It could just be the way they used to color old cartoons they just like messed it up sometimes or something but like he had green all the time and then like sometimes for a full episode he'd have a red shirt i don't know i feel like that's something that we need to look up after but (laughs) but yeah he sometimes just had a red shirt and it was weird all right i like scooby-doo i still have fond childhood memories of this film but it is without a doubt a bad movie So, Aaron, Mm -hmm. let's move on to the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we go on to Flickster. We find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is. And then we uh, throw it out there. We see what the other two people think it is. They try to guess. And if they get it right, then you get a big old star. Except for... There's no star this time, and there's only one of me, and the world rejoices. <laughs> so, Aaron, yes, what's the review you got for me, my dude? I have three reviews, if you cannot get it. Okay. But we'll start with this one. Two stars. While I appreciate the dazzling action scenes and Blank's performance throughout Blank's character development, Blank needs to slow down and take time to hash out some details before trying to build suits from sand. What? Suits from sand? I was like, it's Black Panther, but then I'm like, suits of sand. Okay, so what's review number two then? Uh, One and a half stars. Oh wow, they liked it even less. The plot might be interesting, but Blank suffers from a not compelling villain miscasting, and cheesy action, courtesy of director Blank. That's it? <laughs> okay. I'm still like, how is he ma- who is making suits out of sand? Is it the Sandman? That would be Spider-Man 3, but Spider-Man 3 is not a good movie. So what's the third one, then? Uh, one star. Okay, even less. <laughs> a boring, lifeless movie from start to finish. It almost made me want to turn into Blank's more accurate comic counterpart, okay. an alcoholic. Oh, wow. 
Oh, suits from sand. <laughs> Comic. Suits from sand. <laughs> Who's like a sand guy? <laughs> I'm thinking like Aquaman's a sand guy because like there's a lot of sand in the ocean. But there's not been an Aquaman movie or a good one at least. You're on the wrong track. Oh God. Okay. So suits from sand is not a thing that I should be worrying about. I, I don't know exactly what they mean by that. But. Okay. Um. Suits from sand. I just can't get over that. Alcoholic comic book guy. Is that uh, Ant-Man? Ant-Man's a good movie, right, Aaron? No. No to both of those. Doesn't, want, doesn't Hank Pym, like, beat his wife in the comics or something? Yeah. Yes, he does. There we go. It's Ant-Man. It's right. not Ant-Man. Give me director. <laughs> uh, John Favreau. Oh. Oh. Suits from Sand. Is it just the first Iron Man? It is. Okay. It was... Oh, okay. So they're being kind of racist with it. I don't know. I feel like that was like a like a thinly veiled racist comment. I don't know why though. I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Iron Man, good movie. Um, it's weird to watch Iron Man and then know where we are now in Marvel and be like, wow, <laughs> what a what a drastic change. Because Iron Man still has a little bit of that old world comic book in him. Uh, you know? You know what I mean? Comic book movie? Old world comic book movie is what I meant to say. Where it's, it just has that sort of feel to it still. And now it's just like everything feels like Guardians of the Galaxy or Captain America. Those are the two feels now. And now Black Panther. Black Panther has its own feel to it. Which is nice. For the most part. Yeah. All right, guys, this is like the shortest episode we've ever done. Which is weird, because usually when David's gone. I think a part of it was that we didn't plan any of this. <laughs> um, we did not plan things more often, I guess. I, well, I don't know about that. I think the quality might have dropped as well. <laughs> um I think we should go on a diatribe about how Scooby-Doo 2 is the best of the Scooby-Doo cinematic universe. Let's talk more about Scooby-Doo, Aaron. <laughs> just, just, uh, I feel like, who is your favorite Scooby-Doo character? And then I'll wrap it up. Uh, Shaggy. Yeah, whose is it? Yeah. Didn't you just want to be like Shaggy when you were a kid? You were like, Shaggy's awesome. And then you find out the way to do that is just smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm Shaggy now. <laughs> um, all right. Well, guys, this has been episode 91 of Reboot Already Underway. Find the, the, the find round internet. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David, who's not here. He's a sick boy. Give him a little bit of a Twitter kiss. Say, get well soon, my prince. Um, and say, hey, I liked it when Black Panther rubbed the rhino horn, too. And, you know, have conversations about that on uh, Twitter. DBEX15 with two S's. 
If you want to find Aaron around the internet, you can find him at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken at Tumblr.com. Posted a Black Panther review. Mm-hmm. I was like, I read that review and I'm like, Aaron nailed it. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even need to write anything anymore. So there we go. Um, except for the thinly veiled uh, dig at uh, Thor Ragnarok, which I, is I thought a, you would appreciate that. Which is a better movie than Black Panther. I'm just kidding. That's not even true. <laughs> um, yeah. And if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. That's Tumblr for all y'all. And if you want to find the podcast, that was all, I don't know what else I was thinking of. If you want to find the podcast, you can find us at <laughs> what's the name of this? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you can find us at Reboot Already Underway at Twitter, uh, Facebook, SoundCloud iTunes, a little bit of a SoundCloud joke in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, hey, cool. <laughs> um, there, you can write a review. You can leave us a like. You can rate the podcast on stars. On, on the stars app. <laughs> Go onto your stars app, search reboot already underway, and when a movie doesn't come up, know that we're there. You just click right below the search bar. And we're mm. actually like a hidden page. So do that if you own a star subscription. So that's no one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, email us at reboot already underway at gmail.com. If you want to talk a little bit about Black Panther, if you want to do that, you can go right ahead. It's going to be a good time. And of course, until next time, join us. I don't remember how I end this show. Join us next week when we talk about Kyle Chandler's big old butt. And the bye bye man. Yeah. The two are together. So, you know. The two are together. All right. It's this crossover of the century. Goodbye.